Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted, not just checked, They are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. (laughs) Sears has so many financing options, and their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day, and it's one of the many reasons why Sears Imported Autos won best of the best for Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It just starts in black and white. And now we're in glorious color. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, actually, unfortunately, Kenny is in sepia tone again today. It's very, very sad. Yep. But he looks great, though. 
Great. Yeah, I'm very comfortable here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk and streaming worldwide on our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We have a busy 7 o'clock ahead. We have a special guest coming up in a little bit. Um, and uh, my review of Halloween Kills. But first... Mm. Katie Kirk's live interview with Savannah Guthrie, the first on what's going to be a probably month-long book tour for her book, Going There, where she, well, quite literally goes there. And uh, I've been listening to some highlights during the break, and uh, the first question kind of goes to the title um, and what she wanted to accomplish. So we'll just play some of the highlights and discuss as well. Uh, here's Savannah. Hi, Savannah. This is weird. Tables are turned. I know. What You really put it out there in this new memoir. It's all about grief, loss, successes, failures, breakups, boyfriends, <laughs> yeah. family skeletons. Yeah. Why did you want to write a memoir like that? Um, well, I couldn't imagine writing something that wasn't honest and sort of radically transparent. I didn't want to do like a victory lap or my greatest hits. I mean, I think I've had an extraordinary life. I've had incredible opportunities. As you say, I've had huge successes. I've had some pretty public failures, too. I've embarrassed myself. I've been proud of myself. And I think one of the reasons is, and you can relate to this, Savannah, I think people have always said, I feel like I know you. But as I say in my prologue, the box puts you in a box, the flat screen flattens. And I wanted Mm. to kind of share the messy parts, what real life was like. So is this the real Katie, this book is the real Katie? Well, I think it connects with people on a very deep level. And I think you see all sides of me and my truth. um, I feel comfortable with that. And uh, I think it's really, it's such a fun ride. And I think it's kind of an emotional roller coaster. And as you said, I deal with everything. It's a real, it's the whole kit and caboodle, as my mom would say. Well, Lex, you've been saying that from the beginning, even through the shots that she's been taking with each little revelation that's come out. Like it or not, like her or not, this is her truth. Yeah. yeah. And she sang it. And there, you got to kind of respect that because it would be real easy to hide a lot of the stuff. Um, so yeah, to make herself look good. Yeah. Well, speaking of the shots that she's been taking, that was Han- uh, that was Hannah. <laughs> Thinking of Hannah from our digital team. Uh, <laughs> wow. Th- that was Savannah's next question. She said it's honest. The publisher calls it brutally honest. And you, I mean, you take your shots. There's some snark. Um, you, are, are you worried about the reaction that might get? Well, first of all, I think it's been wildly mis- misrepresented. I don't think the tone and the spirit and the content of the book is like the tabloid headlines that I understand are kind of portraying it. Um, I think it's actually really, it is honest, but it's very complimentary about many, many people. And, uh, but yeah, listen, I wanted to be honest and I wanted to talk about my experiences, honestly. It's really about my journey. And I think I'm harshest on myself. It's very self-critical, very, I think, introspective. And, um, you know, I call myself out on a lot of things because I, I think it's most important to be honest about yourself and your own actions and your own, you know, behavior and attitudes. And I think what was really interesting about this book, Savannah, is I graduated from college in 1979. I got into the business in 1980. So I got to witness really seismic societal changes. And so I wanted to talk about my personal story against this backdrop 
Well, and one of the backdrops was, of course, dealing with sexism. Mm. Um, you know, I, we've all seen it. We're all of different ages on here, but we've all, you know, Kenny's been in the biz since the 80s as well. That's not a knock. I'm just proud of Kenny's broadcasting career. Dawn's been in a different type of radio since the 90s. Lex and I have been here. I've been in television. We've seen uh, different shifts, and uh, and we've seen sexism, and Katie has too. And here she is talking about that uh, to Savannah. Also, it seems yeah. like it. I know you toiled. Oh, here we go. Let's get into it, because you do chart this meteoric rise in the news business. In a way, you were an overnight sensation, and a lot of people know that. But what did you want I to wasn't convey? really an overnight sensation. Well, to though. everyone else, it seemed yeah. like it. I know you I toiled. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I worked hard in local news yeah. and at CNN. Everyone has that perception, yeah. though, that you just kind of came onto the scene, and then you were famous in America's sweetheart. But what did you want people to know about the boys club that you encountered and what it was really like in the news business. In well, those days. I think early on I encountered a lot of sexism. Someone the other day said it was casual sexism. I said, I don't think there's anything casual about it. You know, I tell a story at CNN when I was 26 and I walked into a meeting of male executives and one woman and the vice president said, uh, that's not why Katie's successful. She's successful because of her hard work, determination, work ethic, and breast size in front of a whole group of executives. Mm. And at 26, I wrote him a scathing memo to asking for him to apologize. And I think in many ways that set the tone for the rest of my career. But, you know, I think there mm. was a very male-dominated industry run by men. Uh, very few positions for women. And I've always said women need to be behind the scenes to really change things. And I think you're seeing that now. Yeah, because now there are heads of news uh, at ABC and at CBS. Obviously, they talked about Matt Lauer. I'm going to play these clips. We have a guest to get to, but I know that's really what you guys really want to hear about. So here is a bit of the Matt Lauer yeah. conversation. Well, let's talk about your time here at Today Show. You were here 15 years. Yeah. Nine of them, your partner was Matt Lauer. You talk about the book wrestling with trying to come to terms with the accusations against him. What did you ultimately conclude? Um, you know, that was really, really hard. And it took me a long time to process what was going on because the side of Matt I knew was the side of Matt, I think you all knew. He was kind and generous and considerate, uh, a good colleague. And, you know, as I got more information and learned what was going on behind the scenes, it was really upsetting and disturbing. And I think I, and, and then I did some of my own reporting. I talked to people. I really tried to excavate what had been going on. And, you know, it was, it was really devastating, but also disgusting. And, uh, you know, I think what I realized is there was a side of Matt I never really knew. And I tried to understand why he behaved the way he did and why he was so reckless and callous and honestly abusive to other women. Were there things that you, in the course of writing this book, you looked back on stories or memories that you came to see in a different light? Well, you know, there's always gossip in television news, and I think there was gossip here and there about certain people. And, you know, I think it was a very permissive environment in the 90s, and I think permissive environments often result in, in serious transgressions. And, uh, you know, 
I think back then it was sort of like you felt like it was none of your business and nobody ever came to me to talk to me about it. And I think our notion of what a consensual relationship has changed dramatically. And you have to consider the power dynamics. I'm sure you've learned a lot about this, too. She also concludes that by saying they have no relationship. Savannah said, do you do you have any connect? Do you have any contact? And she goes, we have absolutely no relationship. So. Anyway, lots wow. to lots wow. to dissect there, um, but it's you'll be able to watch it live uh, probably coming up in about 30 minutes on the Today Show here in uh, the Twin Cities. Uh, when we come back from TV to movies, uh, we have a very special guest to talk about a great event here in the Twin Cities. Next. Hey, Lex, are you smile ready? Um, I think. Dawn, are you smile ready? Just give me three minutes and then yes. <laughs> well, good, because it's time to be smile ready for all those fall events like weddings, reunions. Halloween? I mean, you wear a mask, but sure. Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can help you be smile ready with a great offer happening right now. Now, through the end of the year, Dr. Amy is offering $1,000 savings when you commit to a minimum of four porcelain veneers. So many of Dr. Amy's patients take advantage of this offer. You're going to love the way you look with your new smile, and you get to save money while doing it. And it's so easy to get started. Just go to Hughes-Dental.com and click on the free video consult request. And when you talk with our friends at Hughes Dental, don't forget to say you heard about about them on my talk. As I always say, Dr. Amy is the best at what she does. She's the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Yes, I was reading some reviews and they are spectacular, like this one. I started with a video consult, which was very informative. Next, I went in for a consult with Dr. Amy and Jackie. They were able to temporarily put a composite over my teeth to show me what they would look like if I got veneers. That process was also very informative and fun to see the results. Should I read the next one like Yoda? Um... Maybe in our next commercial, Lex. Okay. To get started, go to Hughes-Dental.com to learn more about Dr. Amy and her staff. And then when you're ready, click on the free video consult request. The way you hurt, the way you Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Coming up uh, around 7.30, a friend of our show stopping by to tell you about a great event. Mm-hmm. Starts on Thursday. Starts on Thursday. But right now, reacting to what is already trending on Twitter nationwide, and that's Katie Couric's live interview with Savannah Guthrie. The first in a series promoting her book, Going There, where she talks about Matt Lauer, sexism, whether she has uh, uh, consciously undermined uh, other female colleagues, and uh, her decision uh, to leave out a soundbite from an interview with... um, the late uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme oh, Court Justice. Savannah asks about that? Yeah, she sure Ooh. does. So we can we can hear that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Two. Yeah. But I wanted to get um, uh, reaction because we just obviously because it just dropped. We played the uh, the sound bites. Lex, you, your reaction to some of her answers and what she had to say on a variety of topics. Uh, well, the Matt Lauer thing, of course, is. Uh 
very interesting because I do believe that you can know someone and work with someone and not know the deviancy that's behind closed doors because they're very good at hiding it. So for her saying that, I thought, wow, okay, yep, I believe that. And that they don't have a relationship now, I think, is also very indicative of her just saying, you know, this isn't right. And it's disgusting, she said. And going back to maybe when she told the story when she was 26 years old and writing the executive and saying that was inappropriate to say in front of everyone, you would, if she knew more about it at the time, I think she would have said something. Oh, at the, oh with, with Matt. Yes, yes yeah. absolutely. So you could... Just see one side of someone, and I think that's very clear and very relatable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dawn, what do you think? Uh, I think it's really important that she did say she doesn't have a relationship in any way with Matt Lauer because people have questioned her on that, and why isn't she saying that she you know, uh, was completely against it. I think she just made that very clear, you know, and that's that's important to her reputation. You know, she already exposes all of these other things. And I also thought about... How, you know, these critics are taking out just the pieces that are salacious. We're just picking out the things that are going to get the biggest reaction. We're not seeing the whole story yet. We're not reading all of it. And I really appreciated that she mentioned that she was just trying to be honest. And she also scolds herself, really, in the book for some of her behavior and admits that she's made mistakes. Because most of the time when you get... Uh, an autobiography, you're going to get just a bunch of just fluffy stuff like Mariah would do. You Here's know, all yeah. the highlights. She's just going to hear the highlights great. of my life, you know, yeah. and that's why I'm usually not that interested in autobiographies. But mm-hmm. um, but no, it sounds like that she really does lay all of her cards on the table. Yeah, I I. I, I said that I, I mentioned yesterday that the girls, Lori and Julia, jokingly cornered me. I was in the building a, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and they were really upset with me, jokingly, but they were mad that, you know, when we were discussing one of the tidbits that had fallen out uh, from Katie's book, and that tidbit being um, the revelation that she wasn't always as giving to young females coming up uh, at NBC. Um, you know, I, I said the pearl clutching was a little much for me because I see it still in 2021. I see it. Oh, it's everywhere. I, I see it still right now. Women are some and men are, too. Believe me, I've seen male anchors that are giant ego filled. Awful people. Yeah. But uh, but women in particular, and this is just my experience. And I mean this. This is just my experience. I'm not making a generality. But the truth is, the most abhorrent behavior between colleagues I have seen between women. I I just have. I have seen women anchors be horrible with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the pearl clutching over Katie Couric was not generous. I'm like, okay, okay, settle down, Rose, because, you know, I've seen you go to executive producers and complain that Anchor A has more scripts than you. So please sit down. Please sit down. (laughs) Kenny, what is that a culture, though, that exists? Yes, it is, Lex. How do you change culture? I don't know. I think it is. uh, It's also a generational thing. I see it. um, And again, this is a generality, but it's just the truth. It is my experience. Yeah. Uh, it is with the generation before me. Right. 
It is it is the generation before me. And I really I, I look, there are times when I purposely do a blind item and try to be snarky and funny. I'm really not trying to be vague, but I still know and work with some of these people I'm referring to. So um, and out of respect. But it is a generational thing, Lex. Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. Well, I and, see- and also with like the guys and girls, you're so right. Guys can age gracefully or just age, period. Mm-hmm. And there's always a, a younger woman who who's paired with him always yep Yep. oh i'm not i yeah because thank you for saying that i get why i have understood the behavior that i have witnessed firsthand yep i get it i mean these these ladies are protecting just like katie they're protecting their turf because they know that the dude in the boardroom the minute a younger you know version of them comes along oh oh research is saying that Young Anchor X is testing better. You know what I mean? I I, right. I, I get the behavior. And it's um, real. Yeah. yeah. Kenny, what were you going to say, my friend? Well, I, I, I don't think I have much to say. Uh, I'm a lot like Don. I don't care uh, about audio, autobiographies, um, especially from actors or TV people. Uh, I mm-hmm. guess I am. In, I've read a lot of musician autobiographies, which I find interesting. The only thing that I've found interesting in the last month or so when all of this has come out is the uh, Ruth Gator uh, Ginsburg, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, excuse me, um, editing of the interview. Mm-hmm. And Katie, if I remember right, she also edited something else. And if I remember right, she was also came out against editing. Um, and, and the only reason it shocked me is because I've always assumed there was a lot of editing to all interviews, there is. and I, I was in, in, like you call uh, hand wringing or what, what, whatever your cool phrase is about it. Pearl clutching. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. I was a bit surprised at all the yeah. pearl clutching surrounding that because I've been in that position, and it's why I refuse to go on TV in any any kind of interview form. Uh, is because of the heavy editing and there how is, yes yeah they get a you lot can of take, they shoot a lot of stuff and they have to make it shorter to fit yeah, within the time yeah and, and the, the editing can really spin an interview any way you want it I mean you can do a really bland boring interview and depending on how they want to portray you that's how they can do it <laughs> yeah uh, okay. and I've always been aware of that and so the Ruth thing didn't shock me. No, I'm so glad you said it. I'm going to play a little bit of this, and then yeah. we'll take a break to get to our guest. But this is the last order of business, and this is uh, what Kenny said and Alexis was wondering about. Uh, here's Savannah pressing Katie on uh, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg decision. And this is very much a journalism story. You did make an eye-opening revelation about an interview you did with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You decided to leave out newsworthy comments that she made on the subject of kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah. How did you justify that? It, it violates a cardinal rule of journalism. To well, I think, I think what people don't realize is we make editorial decisions like that all the time. And Kenny, here's where Katie's saying what <laughs> you're saying. Yeah, I chose Katie. to talk about this and put it in the book for a discussion. Um, I mentioned that I, it was a conundrum that I asked Justice Ginsburg about Colin Kaepernick and taking a knee and how she felt about that. And I did include the fact that she said it was dumb and disrespectful, it was stupid and arrogant, and quite a bit of what she said. There was another line that I thought was, I wasn't sure what she meant exactly, and I thought it was subject to interpretation. What I wish I had done is asked a follow-up 
to clarify or just run it and let her clarify it later. But I think the, the, the most pertinent and direct response to the question about Colin Kaepernick, I included. And that's why I raised it, because maybe I should have done the other sentence as well. well. Let me push you on it a little bit, because um, mm. she did make those comments. You said in the book that you wanted to protect her. Yeah. So that's not an occasion where you're using that objectivity that's so important to us journalists. And yeah. again, the question is whether that undermines journalism at a time when reporters are under attack for bias like you know, that. I think Justice Brandeis says sunshine is the best disinfectant. And I think the more we can be transparent about the decisions we make and the more we can say maybe that wasn't the right one. Do you think the it better was off wrong we were. now that Good you look answer. at it in the Yeah, I day? think I ultimately I think I should have included it. Good there answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Kenny it was happens. right. I mean, it, yeah. it happens. <laughs> and but again, she says right there, I cut her off because we have to take a break. But she said what bothers her is what Dawn said. She goes, when this part leaked. They're only reading that th- the three sentences, and they're not realizing nobody wrote that what Katie actually left in of the late justice's answer. So and wait, they, yep. Jason, they're they're editing. You're they're saying, editing. Wait. They're editing. Yeah, yeah. The yikes <laughs> are editing. Oh my gosh! Imagine that. <laughs> exactly. We so, are impatient. That's the problem. We don't want to sit and listen to the whole thing. It's like sum no. it up for us. That's what we've been asking oh, news boy. to do for years you're and years. So, oh. You're yep. so right. Yeah, yep. no one wants... What do I always say when people ask a question yep. that's answered in the text of the post? It's like nobody wants to... Re- no, nobody has time for bronchitis or reading. Brevity. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> our special guest when we return. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a Bachelor in Science degree in Applied Psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. Everything entertainment, everything Squid Game. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk. I'm Jace with Lex Dawn and Kenny. We have a f- special guest, good friend of our show for years and years and years, even though he hasn't really aged, and that's why we that's don't like true. him sometimes. He hasn't, he has, Jason. He hasn't aged. He's, uh, <laughs> He made some deal with a troll in a tree or something, and, and uh, he hasn't aged. He's in the dark uh, watching movies. Yeah. Oh, true, Looking Alexis. Great. He doesn't have any sun damage. Uh-huh. He is the Grand Poobah <laughs> of the Twin Cities Film Fest. Welcome back to the show, our good friend, Jayton. Hi, Jayton. Hi. I certainly age. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, please, please. Jayton, tell the folks, how old is the Twin Cities Film Fest now? It is turning 12 this year. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Did awesome. you see... My baby. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see this 12 years ago, Jayton? I, I think I know. I think Lex and we know the answer. But uh, did you see uh, the snowball? Did you see this taking off the way that it did and has? 
nothing ever takes off and or formulates exactly the way you think. Mm. And that's true with everything, whether it's life or profession. And so I'd hoped that it would get traction and little to my surprise, um, it's certainly gotten traction and it certainly snowballed into a nationally recognized um, major film festival. You know, we're competing with all the major festivals in the world. We're getting top-notch content, Oscar-contending content, films that eventually win the Oscars, premiere at festival celebrities. I mean, no, you can never hope and wish for this. You hope that you come close to it, but uh, I am just the happiest person in the world. Yeah, we can tell. Lots of smiles because you have a... This is going to be a great film fest that starts on Thursday. What movie are you most excited to share with everyone? Well, the opening night film is always a big celebration, and I don't know who does not like Benedict Cumberbatch. So The <laughs> Electrical Life of Louis Wayne, which is based on a true story, a uh, true gentleman in London, he actually made cats cute. I don't know. I think cats are already cute. We have a couple of cats at our house, but back in the day, cats were kind of alley cats and nobody wanted to touch them. And he started to draw these anamorphosized, weird, eccentric cats. And he became one of the most famous artists in, in Britain. So, and he actually went through some mental wellness issue as well. So, um, so it's a wonderful film called The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. So I'm very excited about that film. Jaden from the Twin Cities Film Fest is our is our guest, Don McLean. You also have a film by Joaquin Phoenix stars in it and Woody Norman. Can you tell us about Come On, Come On? Yes, uh, black and white film. Obviously, we all know that Joaquin Phoenix is a tremendous actor, one of the best actors of our generation. Um, complete opposite of Joker, kind of in the line with Walk the Line when he performed um, mm. In that particular film, but this is such a just a simple, heartfelt film about a nephew who Joaquin Phoenix's nephew, Woody, who basically carries the film, by the way, this newcomer kid. Oh, my goodness. Watch out. Um, they go on this journey. Uh, Joaquin's character is a podcaster and he's talking to little kids, little kids and some youth talking about their future through their mouths. And he takes his nephew on the journey with him and he learns so much from his nephew and his le- nephew learns so much from him. Um it's such a powerful, I was looking at the film and I cried three or four times because oh. Woody's character, he's seven or eight in the film and I have a seven-year-old and he basically reminds me of my son. So talk about mm-hmm. a tearjerker yet also like a family connection that you never know where it's going to come from and you got to hold on to it. Wow. Jayton, the rule of three, the third movie we want to ask you about before we get details on how folks can actually watch these films. Uh, tell tell the My Talkers about the movie that uh, Miss Shannon told uh, us about, and then you filled in the blanks, uh, the movie about jazz dance or the documentary about jazz dance. Yeah, you guys, um, I think everybody in their heart of hearts loves to dance. I don't care if you say you don't dance and whatnot. You love to dance. You, you know, <laughs> if people love to sing in the shower, I think people also dance in the shower. Yeah. That said, this movie is about uh, the journey of jazz dance. It's called Uprooted. It's also available online and in person. And the, the, it takes us on a journey of how jazz dance has infiltrated our normal culture, our pop culture on a regular basis. And we don't even know it. And it talks about the black history of jazz dance and how it's transformed into pop culture. And the, and the truth is still there, that it's still a black art and it still, uh, you know, infuses culture and happiness. So I'm going to say uprooted the journey of jazz dance is probably one of my favorite documentaries of the festival this year. And it's available online and in person. We're hybrid this year. We're doing both. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. How does that work? 
So we have about 60-ish films in person at the Showplace Icon Theaters. The only mandate that we have is people uh, respectfully wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. Uh, so a lot of our studio films and a lot of our premieres will happen in the theater, and they're only available in the theater. There are some films that are exclusively online. Um, and then there's majority of the films are actually available online and in person. And online films are all on our website, TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. And actually, you can get a $50 pass. So cheap, you guys. $50 oh pass gosh. gets you 90-plus films online. So binge us, not them. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So true. I mean, it's it's almost overwhelming how many films that you, that people can watch. Um, so the best thing to do is just go to TwinCitiesFilmFest.org and make your choices there. Yes, you can buy uh, individual tickets. You can buy uh, group passes. And like I said, at the end of the day, and I'm making a joke, right? Everybody binges right now. But mm-hmm. when you binge the Twin Cities Film Fest, it's already coming curated for you. And you're supporting local artists and amazing stories. And these films are not yet on those platforms. So at the end of the day, you get to watch it before they land on those platforms and before they even get to the theaters. I love it. Oh. It makes you feel special, like you're part of something at the beginning of the web of wave. And that's always fun. Well, Jaden, we say it every time you visit us. We say it every year of the fest. We're very proud of you. Um, and uh, we're, we're very grateful that the Twin Cities Film Fest is here in the Twin Cities. So thanks, buddy. Thank you guys so much and have a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Twin Cities Film Fest. It's hella cheap, everybody. Wow. Hella cheap for 90 deal. films. Yeah. yeah and it starts Thursday, goes through the 30th. Perfect. 742 listener rewards for the month of uh, October. I had to actually think about what month this was. I know. That, I keep wanting that, to go to November. I keep writing 11. Me and too. I'm like, Ugh. I know that scared me. Anyway, <laughs> it's October, Jason. Uh, enter to win a pizza oven for your grill, plus Ray Ban sunglasses from ShopGo Optical, or round trip airfare from MSP to Asheville, North Carolina. On Sun Country Airlines. See everything up for grabs in listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Listen more when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. What's your whistle? Wet your whistle with the wet, wonderful colors of Lip Quencher. There's no lipstick quite like Lip Quencher. Created by chapstick, drenched with moisturizers, so your lips feel as good as they look. Lip Quencher. Wet your whistle. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Mm-hmm. That's right. Lip quenchers. Rude, rude. It's our Rocco. official chapstick. That's it right. Is. It is. Always have been. Yeah. We love lip quenchers. Right here on my talk. <laughs> everything entertainment. Everything. The more you listen, the less you won't. That's right. I'm Jace. Oh, no. Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's our new slogan. Okay. That's our new slogan. I love yeah. it. No, it wasn't tested or anything. Is it just... The more you listen, yeah. the less you won't. <clears throat> the less you won't. My talk. Everything entertainment. Everything. The more you listen, the less you won't. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, 
right, coming up, uh, Lex is going to read your sticks. I'll do my uh-huh. review of uh, Halloween Kills. Oh, right. Oh, mm. I also want to tell you at some point about Only Murders in the Building. The finale premieres today, but it dropped last night. Okay, well, let's do it real quick before we go to Liz, because I want to I wanna ask you, I dropped off of that. Oh, you I did? I dropped off of Murder... You're sticking with it. I Only st- murders in the building on yes. Hulu. Are you loving it? I stuck with it. And then this morning while I was getting ready, because they're only half hour episodes. Okay. The finale dropped. And I thought, oh, I'm going to watch this while I get ready. And I finished it. I, and I really love this show. Re- the no, way the, it unfolded. Okay. Yes. Once you kind of accept the bit, you can enjoy it. Right. That the, the fact that these three, Steve Martin, Martin Short and Selena Gomez are hanging out. <laughs> once you accept that <laughs> and once you accept that they have some funny moments where they all decide to leave their apartments at the same time and catch <laughs> coincidentally catch the same exact elevator. Yeah. What? Like friends. Yeah. Right. Once you get over that or once you just accept that. It's a fun ride. It's a it's a classic who done it. They've started a podcast um about someone that they always shared an elevator with. He died just a few minutes after they saw him. So uh, and the resolution you get that but then that that also opens up because it's been renewed for a season 2. Okay. I got to go back then. I got it was a little dry for me in episodes 1 or 2. Mm-hmm. So I got to go back. Yeah, it okay. gets better. It gets way okay. better. Okay. On Hulu, right, Lex? It's on Hulu. Yes. Only murders in the building. Steve Martin, Selena Gomez, Martin Short on Hulu. You could watch the whole thing. Oh, right now. In yeah, five hours. Thing. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Liz joins us this morning. Hi, Liz. Hi. How are you guys? Great. Good. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing very well. Oh, good, good, good. Happy Tuesday to you, Liz. Well, happy Tuesday to you. <clears throat> have you uh, have you gotten outside and enjoyed the fall weather uh, recently, Liz? Well, I've been walking around the building. Yeah, oh. <laughs> nice out there. Yeah. <laughs> So is Kenny. He just is walking all around his room, Liz. That's all they that we don't let him out. We just he only gets to walk around his little room here. So Well, I almost couldn't get out. They had so much construction work going on the street below my apartment. I thought I was being bombarded by uh, helicopters. It sounded yes. like a bunch of helicopters coming over. Oh my gosh. Did you, did you think oh. the paparazzi did you think the paparazzi was trying to get a shot of you, Liz? Well I thought something was going on until I looked out and saw it was construction yeah. workers uh, repaving the streets. <laughs> Oh, you know, but they had those drills out breaking up all the uh, the, the ground there to re- uh, pave it, and I thought, my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get imagine? it all done before the winter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being one of those workers? And I always feel for them. You know, we we always have issues whenever it's around us, but they have to do it all the time. You oh, know, I know. With their hearing and everything. Mm -hmm. That that means we really should appreciate the Mm -hmm. people that do everything like that in our city. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I, Liz, I see how hard my father-in-law and my brother-in-law work. They're plumbers. My father-in-law uh-huh. owns a, a plumbing company. Uh-huh. And, the, and the the work, the physical toll that that job takes, it, 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 I, look, 
he's basically Archie Bunker, and I and I do want to <laughs> leave him in the woods sometime. I want to drive him out into the woods and leave him there sometimes. But yeah. I will always have much respect for him and my brother in law because that's Ooh, that's, that's work. work. That's capital W. That's that's work right there. I know, you know, and yeah. and all the people that work in grocery stores and do the cleaning and buildings and you know all the people that are invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and they're the one that makes the wheel go round. I mean, yes, they do. <laughs> well, and I don't want to get too deep into this because we don't like to get too serious. But, you know, I think that's where, you know, there's all these articles being written about the great resignation that people are quitting their jobs. Uh-huh. I actually I actually think it's a realignment. I think people are sick of being underpaid and underappreciated at a lot of these jobs. And now they have leverage that they haven't had in decades. And um uh, and I think em- em- employers are having to listen to them a little bit, and, and it is the people that feel invisible. Not 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 every case, but um, I-, I so I choose to look at it as a as a realignment, um, and it- it's going to get worse before it gets better. So well, I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, I just think of all the people that do the things that we don't want to do, um, and they, you know, and they 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 deserve to get paid a a a good wage. So yes, they do. Mm -hmm. I don't see why corporations have to have billions of dollars just for the executive branch. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Seriously, no, Liz, I, I. I'm sorry, yeah. Lex. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, there, yeah. oh no, I was gonna ch- I was gonna ask about something I was wondering Go about ahead. last week. Uh, your teeth, Liz. Yeah. Um, how was that process going? Because I know that that was something you're le- really looking forward to. Well, I'm in the process now. I'm just now setting up the appointments to get the dentures. I had to wait this long for my jaw to heal. So now right. I'm starting the process to get the oh, dentures made. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect, Liz. Well, we are happy for you. And uh, another good visit, Liz. We're going to talk to you next week. Okay. Well, you take care, all of you. You, you too. too. Bye, Liz. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Liz. We love you. Love Six, you back. 651 641 1071. Oh, yeah, yeah. Quite bluntly, is your day going to suck? Alexis will tell you, and then you get to pay Kenny. It's what we call Reach Your Sticks, and it's next.